Hi guys. So I want to talk about some weird stuff that I've been noticing <clears throat> ever since the um, blood moon lunar eclipse that we had about um, six days ago. I think it was like six days ago now. Um, I've noticed some really weird things like Mandela effect kind of things going on. So I'm going to, like I've noticed quite a few things, but I'm going to give you one as an example that I think you all may also notice and know of. <clears throat> um, I'm sure that a lot of you are familiar with uh, Russell J. Gould, who's the guy that talks the, um, like, syntax grammar and claims he's the postmaster general and that he's really the one that uh, runs America right now and um, like he's been talking for I don't know six or seven years at least about stuff he talks about proper um, grammar for legal stuff and you know how to win in court by using the proper grammar and that all of us were sold to the Queen with our birth certificates and our social security numbers and yada yada he's that guy right his first youtube channel was called war castles but now he also has one that's called uh russell j gould g-o-u-l-d gould now here's what i've noticed um i don't usually follow him anymore i did some research on him probably five or six years ago and uh watched quite a bit of his material just to understand more about who he was. He was working with Trump and Melania and, you know, several military people, different people like that at the last that I really had checked in and heard from him. And that was actually about right at a year ago. Okay. Maybe a little over a year. I think it was like January of 21. So anyway, um, so I have him on my subscriptions on YouTube. Right, but I don't usually pay attention to much of what he's doing. Um, this video popped up a couple of days ago on my YouTube feed of videos I may be interested in, and it was um, Russell J. Gould, and it said I don't know something catchy. The title caught my eye, and I was like, that picture doesn't look like him. That still shot of the video. I'm like, that doesn't look like him, so I wonder who that is. So I clicked on it, you know, to try to find out who this other guy is. That's the guy that's, like, saying he's Russell J. Gould now. And I'm like, what? This guy's, like, 20 years younger. At least 20 years. Because Russell J. Gould was, like, at least 10 years older than me. Right? And he was a very tall man, um, not heavy set, but not real skinny. You know, he was just decent built, right, all the way down. I mean, I like buff, just, you know, medium frame um, and kind of tall. Sandy, sandy brown-ish hair, maybe with like a tint of red in it. Um, usually had like a mustache or something for some facial hair or whatever. So... This other guy, he's like in his 30s, that now is Russell J. Gould. 
and I start looking through his channels, right? War Castle and, and the Russell J. Gould channel both. I'm looking all the way down, I'm like scrolling through all of them. And his videos go back about two years, one year, two years, right? The stuff you can find uh, of his material. And all of it is him. And the beginning ones, he has like a mustache or whatever. But I'm telling you, this is not the same person. This is like absolutely not. I'm a researcher. This is a person I researched. This guy is not the same person. I don't know what's happening there. That's like it's got to be like some kind of body snatchers, and they replaced him, or the timeline shifted. I don't know. This dude's a time try. I don't know what's going on. All I know is that that man is not the same man that I was researching. That was talking all this stuff, doing these lectures, teaching people how to. Uh, go to court, went against CPS, whoever, you know, um, he had went to court with thousands of people to help him. And he was working with Trump, Melania, the whole bit, right? And telling it in his lectures. You can't find any of that material at all. Like it's nowhere to be found on YouTube. Nowhere. And I looked and that's where I saw it before it was on YouTube. So I don't know what the is happening but that ain't right like that's that's like a ooh part in history right that's one of the things you can't under, understand and explain with what should be there total ooh part totally so anyway and i've noticed like four other things that were like mandela effect things things that are now in a place that shouldn't be there or that used to be in a place and now they're mysteriously gone like not just in my own home. That's not what I mean. People lose shit all the time, especially me. I, I put things up thinking I'm keeping it safe from the kids. And then really, I just hid it from myself. <laughs> and then I find it months later, I'm like, oh, damn, that's where I put that. <laughs> but that's not this. That's not this. This this is like, you know, the say there's a fire hydrant always in one place on the road. And suddenly the fire hydrant doesn't exist anymore, right? not there. It's that kind of a weirdness, right? Um, but here locally for me, and I actually felt some kind of time shift thing happen um, early morning of the, the night that it was supposed to be the lunar eclipse, like the morning before the lunar eclipse happened. I actually felt some kind of weird time slip or, or shift happen. And there's been like a lot of, I don't know, craziness, it seems like. Um, I've had clients talking to me and saying they're so confused. They don't know which direction to go. They don't know who to believe, you know, because there's so much misinformation anyways, particularly in um, spiritual circles and truther circles. There's a lot of like crazy stuff going on where you don't know who to listen to and, and who to trust anymore. And, you know, um, it's causing this mass confusion, right? So, um, I don't know. I mean, I just, I feel like maybe something, something in that timeline shift created this, you know, does that make sense? Um, 
But anyway, so my intuitive thoughts on it are not that it was a shift for the good. But I could be wrong on that because, granted, I'm not, like, I know a lot of stuff, right? I know a lot of stuff from, just from research. And I know a lot of other stuff that I came here knowing, um, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So I kind of feel like it could have been for the good. It just doesn't feel that way yet to me or doesn't look that way yet to me because I'm going to look for certain, like I know certain markers to watch for, right? Um, so I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I had to talk about it. I had to like put it out there and like bring it up, you know, because um, it's really been bugging me. Funny I would wait like six days to do it too because a lot of sixes have been showing up in my stuff lately. That's got to have something to do with something. I mean, I know it does. I just don't know what. Um, I haven't had time to figure things out for myself lately. <laughs> I've been so busy. But that's okay because I love being busy. That's okay. I'm not complaining. Um, but yeah, there's been like too much confusion. There's so many people that don't know up from down, left from right. As my grandmother would say, they know their ass from holding the ground right now. <laughs> I mean, they just, like their their wheels are just spinning. They don't. If they want to go somewhere, they just don't know where to go. So they're just all sitting in neutral with their wheels just spinning, burning the rubber off of them and not getting anywhere, you know? And, uh, so I feel like I need to talk about this a little more, um, things that I do know part, just in case this was a time slip. It was like a, a mark for the the, the um, black hats, if you will. Um, just to kind of get you prepared. And I'm not trying to scare people. I don't like fear porn shit. Um, but knowledge is power. Okay. So, um, I've actually, this conversation has come up a few times with people over this past few days. Um that I'm getting ready to speak of. So before I begin with that, I'm going to um, let you know a little bit more about me. See, I, I'm, yes, I'm a star child. I came here with a knowing. Uh, I came here remembering. I came here with the uh, access to my toolbox of um, psychic abilities, you know, extrasensory perceptions. Um, but about 22 years ago, yeah, 22 years ago, I became this mad researcher, like serious researcher. Um, I can do some deep dives. I have done some deep dives with some people. Um, I was an anon. Um, I was on 4chan. I was on 8chan, you know. Um, like, I know that world, and I know how to research that world and navigate that world. And it's like a whole new modern-day way of being street smart, if you will. And um, in that time, 
I came across a lot of really interesting people who asked for my assistance um, to do deep dives on specific things. One of those people's name was Shepard, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but Shepard and I did a lot of research together on, and, and prior to, before we ever even met, like this is the reason he brought me on board to help him, is because I had already done uh, so much research and study on this particular subject that he asked for my help when we started noticing things going on, okay? So my particular area of expertise that he asked me for help on was uh, regarding us being in a binary, possibly trinary solar system rather than um, a singular sign, a singular star solar system. And if you'll keep in mind, uh, they did teach us at least this much in school that we are very rare because we're one of the very few that we can now see with like the Hubble telescope and other telescopes to realize that um, that's really not common in the solar system. Uh, the commonality, the common thing is at least a binary solar system and a lot of times trinary. So since then we've um, researched, we've learned, some of you may know bits and pieces of it. Uh, they've discovered planets further out from uh, Pluto that are on an elliptical orbit, right? Like we go this way and they go this way. Okay. We've discovered four planets out there that have names. We've named them. They're part of our solar system. Okay. Now we've always asked the same question that um, Einstein asked. What causes the perturbation of Neptune, Jupiter, Saturn? Because all of them are much larger bodies than Earth and much further away from the sun than Earth. So there has to be something greater than them in size, further out in our solar system, closer to them, that creates their perturbation, right? That's the wobble, the wobble of a planet. And I don't want to hear the flat Earth stuff. I don't want to hear it right now because there are planets. There are planets. There is a solar system. There are stars in the sky that move every damn day and night constantly on a cycle. That all happens. I've seen it. I know it's real. Okay. So I don't want to hear any any comments from anybody that believes in flat earth stuff. This video is not for you. Just click off now. Okay. I know for a fact that there are planets out there that have a wobble that is can only be created by something that's larger than them. This is when I started digging, really digging, and discovered that, yes, there is something out there bigger than them, and NASA knows it, and they've written about it. It was in the New York Times newspaper. It was in the Washington Post newspaper in 1994 when they first spotted it. They said something large beyond the asteroid belt. They guesstimated its size, its rate of speed that it was traveling, blah, blah, blah. Nine years later, there was another article, again, in the newspapers, that said they'd seen it again. It's much larger and much closer 
than what they had thought the trajectory and its size, its mass, actually were nine years prior. Okay? So they did it in 94, they did it in 03 articles on it. And they wrote another article on it in 2011 that it was much closer and much larger once again. Okay? That's when they created the first iris telescope that sees an infrared and they sent it out in um, I believe it was June of 2011 is when they launched it. Its mission was to see any uh, dwarf planets, dwarf stars is what I mean, um, anywhere in our vicinity because they were already thinking this may be like what the Sumerians wrote about and the Hopi talked about, right? They had other names for it. They called it Planet X. They called it the Blue Kachina or the Red Kachina. But actually, it's a binary star. Now, stick with me because I, I have more facts to back that up. But this is for sure the same thing. But that told me right there that our, our NASA, our military, government, whoever, uh, already suspected this may be our binary star. And so they sent out Iris. And Iris was not supposed to come back for a year. Okay? They did a whole big platform on it, uh, an interactive for the kids. My children watched it, you know, for part of homeschool. It was a whole big exciting thing. It was supposed to have live feed going constantly. <coughs> it was out there a month and the live feed stopped. And they said the public can't watch the live feed anymore. We'll have to collect the data and let you know what we find, you know, whenever. By October of 2011, they had shut it down. They'd shut it down. Said so they turned it off completely. Now, you don't spend that kind of money for a year-long project and shut it down immediately after cutting off everybody's live feed to see what's going on, you know, within a month of that. You don't do that unless you already found what you're looking for. Right? Mission accomplished. So I waited on pins and needles. 2012 came and went, 2013 came and went, and they never filed the report saying what they found. They still haven't. They still haven't. They claim they're still using it for other things. But no data, no information. So that told me for sure. They found it. So Part of my research to prove or disprove a binary star would be uh, cataclysms that have happened here on planet Earth in specific time frames, quarterly type time frame, right? Break it down. So, okay, the Sumerians say that planet X is like 26,000 year cycle or something like that. Um, the Hopi talk about the Blue Kachina, and I think that's something more around the neighborhood of 11,000. And then, you know, and that's about the time that Atlantis went under. That's about 11,000 years ago, give or take, you know. Um, 
so you can go through and you can track I actually found the data for all of it for cataclysms that happened in these specific increments of I forget what it was something like 1500 years 1600 years don't quote me on that because I don't remember exactly what the uh, time frame was the increments and so I thought okay well I can't go on that alone I gotta do more digging I gotta find more ways to verify so I studied the core samples of the earth the ice core samples the tree core samples uh, the rock core samples that do the dating for different cataclysms disasters that happen on the planet and sure enough they all added up Nova even made a documentary about it <laughs> imagine that see I caught that because I would get the Nova DVDs for my kids for homeschool but most people didn't even notice it and if they did notice it it went over their head they didn't understand what they were listening to it was very scientific um, and that's no offense to anybody it's just the way they put it together it wasn't in layman's terms which is not cool right not cool because then you're telling it but then nobody really knows what the hell okay so anyway um all that stuff checked out it fell into place the perturbations add up the math adds up on that if there's a binary star out there and so I'm like, okay, well, you know, if, if there is a binary star, it's going to start coming into uh, the inner solar system from the southern point of the sun, the main star. And once it gets close enough uh, on the top area of its elliptical orbit around the sun, it's going to do a boomerang or rather a, like a slingshot effect, right? It's, it's going to be creeping up creeping up creeping up creeping up and then and get flung over right and flung past us so okay what are the implications of that well now let's let's think about that if you've got a binary star even if it is a dwarf star that doesn't really have um, its own outer light it still provides heat um, to other planetary bodies and that also means that it has other planetary bodies that follow it in its orbit that's where those other four planets came from out beyond Pluto that we have discovered okay uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson actually is the first one that discovered the very first planet out there and that's why he downsized Pluto so that we wouldn't be saying that there was a ninth planet because they didn't want everybody freaking out saying planet X planet X planet X but even in that you've been misled to what planet X really is and Marshall Masters may be the only one that understands that other than me and Shepard and a few other people but because uh, planet X is not a planet planet X is a binary star it is a dwarf star and it's in our solar system and that's a fact People are taking photographs of it right now in our skies. This is part of the reason why you see the cloud seeding happening in the sky. Conveniently enough, in the evening when it's sunset, to try to hide the binary star. 
that is now approaching our main star from its southern point. So it's in photographs, it's at the right-hand side, bottom right-hand side of our main sun, our main star in the photos. I've taken photos of it right here in Podunk, Indiana. You can see it in the sky. It's there. Some people have actually captured another planetary body beside it glowing bright like a sun. Now, granted, right, it's a dwarf star. It doesn't give off its own light, but it's getting close enough now to our main star that it's getting light from it the same way we do. The same way our moon shines at night from the sun, right? So there's going to be other planetary bodies around it. There's going to be moons around those planets. There's going to be um, what we'd call satellites that are the smaller moons orbiting around them as well. There's going to be meteors. There's going to be asteroids. There's going to be comets. All of the stuff that's in any other solar system is going to be there in this smaller solar system that makes up our entire solar system because there's two. There's two suns, at least two. Um, the jury's still out on whether Jupiter is laying dormant as the third um, dwarf star because it's a gaseous planet. It's It has no earthen rock, you know, like the others. And I still feel like it's probably our trinary system uh, or the trinary of our system. And, you know, which also means that when, and I've, and I've come here with this knowing, okay, that plays into this. I came here with this knowing that our son was going to do this event that is like the real finality, right, if you will. It's, it's the uh, end of the fireworks show for this great awakening uh, because our son is going to go micronova. And if you don't know these terms, look them up and learn. Do your research. Don't just take my word for it. So our son's going to go micronova, which means it's getting an upgrade, which means it's going to burn more white than orange, okay, or yellowish, however you want to look at that. Uh, so in turn, that means that the dwarf star also will get an upgrade. So then when it gets upgraded and it grows, and it changes into something a little more, that's going to be a catalyst for the third, the trinary star, to also get an upgrade, which also means that everything in the solar system gets an upgrade, right? That means everybody on every planet gets an upgrade. This is what the Great Awakening is about. This is why veils are lifting. This is why you're seeing these truths be revealed. This is why nothing can stop what's coming. Okay? Are you following me? This is also why our military command center is still inside that mountain in Colorado and has been there ever since before coronavirus. And that's a fact, too, because that's another thing me and Shepard were studying. And here's why. Here's why I know that for a fact. Because three months before Corona ever happened, was ever a word on our 
bad breath of it, right? It makes it makes me just oh, leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I'm so mad about it because we actually are. Some of us anons actually saw it coming. We knew it was coming. There wasn't anything we could do to stop that either, but we knew it was coming. We just had to buckle up and brace for it. But anyway, um, Shepard and I had been studying the the binary star thing because he would do podcasts and he would give all the reports of everything we were uh, learning. Okay, so um, all of these major telescopes that we had been watching started getting taken offline and shut down one by one. The first one was in like Los Alamos. Okay. And um, we actually sent people there to see what was up. And the, there was military and police and people in black SUVs that wouldn't even let them down the little road to get to the observatory. They wouldn't let them nowhere near it. And it was a solar observatory, mind you. All of these observatories that I'm talking about were, were solar. They watched the sun. They were all pointed at the sun. We don't need that many damn observatories and telescopes pointed at the sun unless we're watching for something that's going to come up in its southern hemisphere. That's exactly what they were doing. So the one at Los Alamos, among the others, that we were, there were four of them total that were taken offline across the world. But two were here in America, and the other two were in two separate countries. Uh, one in Switzerland and one uh, near, the near Antarctica. Or in Antarctica. Uh, but anyway, we were watching the live feed of them, and all of a sudden they were taken offline after something happened. Like something happened that made this massive glitch and this image blips on the screen and then whoosh, gone, totally gone. And we could not recover the images. We weren't recording the data, so we don't have anything to back that up except for our recollection that it happened, right? Us remembering, seeing it happen. So, as I said, we sent somebody down there to investigate, to see what was going on, and um, they wouldn't let anybody in there. And all of the employees that had worked there were told to go home, don't talk to anybody. They had to sign NDA orders, um, and to go home, don't come back till we tell you to, and they cleaned out the whole building. They Like, there were, these people were there taking box loads of files and computers and all kinds of shit um, out. They were taking them out and leaving with them. And we're like, okay, that's a big deal. Like, that's a big deal. And this wasn't like UFOs, right? This was not something about UFOs where, oh, we saw UFOs, so now we got to confiscate here. No, it's not like that. Not like that at all. This is so much bigger than UFOs. So much bigger. So, um, that one went offline, and then we watched the other three go offline, and we're like, oh my god, what is going on? It must be really close. It must finally be in view, right? And this was two years ago, mind you. Two years ago in January of 2020. And so Shepard and I were like, okay, well, you know, um, if that was the case, if it was because of the binary star, then we're going to start seeing it in the sky within the next two years, because it's going to get that close, that fast. And sure enough, by last year, last year in November is when I took my first photograph of seeing it in the sky from Indiana. Okay. 
I shouldn't be able to see it in the sky in Indiana unless it's really damn close. I'll just put it that way. Because people in like South America and then Florida, Georgia, working their way on up, they should have seen it way first before me. And maybe they did, you know. I don't I'm not sure where all these photographs came from that I was looking at. Um I mean, I knew then, but I don't remember exactly where they were all from now. I just know that here in Indiana, like, I'm seeing it now. Okay, so, and and that, that in and of itself was a very crucial reason for me to try to uh, teach as many people as I can what I know that you are as soon as possible. Okay? So that you can be um, standing in your full power and be prepared when this happens. Because it's going to happen. It's, it's going to come past us. There's no stopping that. We're also in another cycle where we're currently traveling. Our solar system is currently traveling through what you call the dark rift of the Milky Way. Okay. Einstein wrote a paper about this. The dark matter, the black matter, dark matter, whatever you want to call that in the Milky Way, is actually um, condensed stardust, condensed sun, solar energy, okay, star energy. And so, um, and NASA's already been out there and gathered samples of that too to prove it, by the way. That's that's on their stuff too, just to back just to back up what I'm saying and Einstein believed too. Uh, NASA's JPL sent stuff out there to, to collect the stardust because we are in the dark rift of the Milky Way now. Now, Einstein's proposition on it was that uh, the further into the dark rift of the Milky Way, um, something, and he presumed it would be the dark matter, would force merge the left and right hemispheres of our brain, thus making us more psychic, okay? That's already happening. That's why veils are, unlift, are, are unlifting, uh, are lifting for you. Um, that's why people are now being able to tap into their third eye without training. Right, And I'm not here to teach you necessarily how to tap into your third eye. I need you to be able to do that so I can teach you other things. Um, so if you don't know how to do that, I will teach it. But I would prefer to be teaching the people that are already ready to learn what I have, the material that I have, because um, it's necessary. There were 144,000 of us that volunteered to come here to be light workers and hold the energy for this planet and to be the way showers and to help build the communities and uh, make survival more than just survival when this happens okay and again I'm not trying to scare you I'm not this is not fear porn but there's knowledge there's power in knowledge and there's knowledge to be learned here so okay Einstein says that the dark matter in 
the dark rift of the Milky Way will force merge your right and left hemisphere. I would surmise that the micro-nova burst that our star does will also be a huge catalyst for that. It's going to be a coupling event, okay? Which is awesome for everyone who's on board with that, who's already, you know, they know how to raise their vibration, they know how to tap into their third eye, they know that, they know, at least, they know that they could be psychic, right? Even if they're not. At least they, they've opened their mind that far, right? So they're going to be all right. Those people are going to be okay. They're going to be fantastic, really, because you're going to, you think you've grown in quantum leaps in the past two years? Well, buckle up, Buttercup, because you're fixing a really quantum leap, for real. And no, I don't mean we're going to another planet. We're sticking right here on this one. New Earth is right here. You're already on ground zero. Okay? You're already there at ground zero. Um, There's no fleet of ships coming for us. There's no second coming. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. I'm sorry if that feels uncomfortable. It's not happening. We are who we've been waiting for and here's why and here's why the age of Aquarius and the golden age are very real cyclical events that ancient people who were much more wise than modern America and modern world already knew this right um, the Vedas Bhagavad Gita right in India has it the Mayans knew it uh, the Sumerians knew it. The Hopi knew it. The Cherokee Indians knew it. Uh, many, many people. You know, the, the indigenous people of Australia knew it. Uh, the Doggone tribe. They know it. They know it. They know about this. And you know what sets them apart from us? At least they know how to survive without the modern world. They know how to survive. So that's part of what we're going to talk about. Because, getting back to my point here, with the uh, control command going into the mountain in Colorado in January of 2020. Sorry, I got off track. They, they went into the mountain then. And Shepard and I are like, oh shit, this is a big deal. Like, this is a really big deal. It must really be freaking close, right? NORAD or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's NORAD, NORAD Command Center. They all went in there. Suddenly we have Corona two months later. And I'm like, wait a minute. We know really, really well about false flags. Coronavirus is a false flag. Now think about that for a minute. It's a false flag. You knew it was coming. I just dropped my pen in my pie. I got lemon pie in front of me. <laughs> Q knew. The Anons knew. 
damn sure bet you the president knew. NORAD knew. That's not why they went where they went. <laughs> they probably helped devise the plan. Okay. Now I'm not saying that White Hats released coronavirus all on their own. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying they let it happen. They knew that it wasn't going to harm you the way that um, the Black Hats had hoped that it would. Because the Black Hats, the, the, here's the beauty in all this for the bad guys, just to give them their props for doing their research. The bad guys know about the Binary Star too. Okay? They all know. All the elite know. That's why they've been building their effing underground mansions for almost 20 years. Because they fucking knew, man. Think about it. Use your brain and think. They knew. All of the elite. Yeah. And, and their families. Every member of Congress has an underground bunker home that is several floors of condo shit that every family member that they have can go to. Guarantee it to you. I think you can even maybe remember back right about this time that coronavirus first happened and all of Congress was meeting somewhere and having some kind of family thing where all of their families were there. Do you remember that? Nancy Pelosi and all of her family. Like everybody's, everybody's people was a John Kerry was there with his whole entire family. And I don't mean just like their spouse and kids. I'm talking about like cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents, nieces, nephews, whatever. Like their whole freaking family. And they were all shuttle bust into their underground bunker thing as a practice run. It was a practice run. And we did a, we did a bunch of research on that too. So they knew. And in my opinion, as a researcher, I think coronavirus was a false flag. Now you would say why? Why why would the White Hats allow something like that? Well, why are they allowing this election still to go on so long? What did I say at the beginning of the video that so many people are saying to me recently? They're confused. They don't know which way's up anymore. It keeps your mind busy. Keeps you looking at all these different, you know, social media platforms to try to catch up with the latest intel or whatever's going on with Nasara. You know, who might get arrested if we're lucky kind of stuff. Are there really tribunals going on? I hope there are. Man, I hope there are. And I hope they torture them before they kill them. Yeah. People that do those kind of crimes, they deserve the worst capital punishment possible. And I'll stand by that.
I'm not a turn the, turn the other cheek kind of gal. I'm more of a eye for an eye and then some. Public humiliation, that would be amazing. Put them out there in the public square and let everybody throw stones at them and call names. Whatever, you know. Spit on whatever. I mean, I know it's ugliness, but they deserve the worst. Because they gave out the worst. And, um, you know, I like God's quote, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Anyway, I digress. To keep you busy. To keep you confused. Keep your mind spinning. And for those who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear, you will be the true truth seekers. And in my opinion, the only truth you need right now is learning who you really are because you're going to need it. I do suggest homework though. Yeah. I think you need to move out of heavily populated cities into more rural areas, suburbs, something. Be in some area where you can grow your own food, even if that means starting a community garden and sharing the space. You need to learn how to grow your own food. You need to learn how to have your own chickens and your own eggs and basic stuff like that. Goats for milk and meat if you're not opposed to eating them. You know, buy a half a cow or half a pig from your local farmer. Stick it in your freezer and keep it. Get your generators ready. Have a wood stove and wood in place. And water. Lots of water. Lots and lots of water. If you don't have a well or access to fresh water, you need to start storing water. Weapons. Guns, bows, arrows, ammo. You know main uh, major tools that you would need axes saws hammers nails tarp some kind of good rope or um, nylon hemp something you're gonna need those kind of things you need to learn what herbs are native to your area and what they're good for whether you can eat them, use them for medicine, know if they're poisonous. You need to learn those things. You need to learn basic first aid. Things that are good for stopping bleeds. Treating wounds. You know, like you're out in the field. You need to learn field dressing. Those are things you're going to need to know. 
because if this goes down the way I think it's going to go down, because so many people don't want to put the effort into learning who they are so, so that we can do things that way. Um, we're going to have that Carrington event that FEMA's already researched, studied, and put plans in place for. It's on their website, FEMA.gov. Go look at it. Carrington event. It starts with C. There's going to be a Carrington event, which means the New Madrid is going to wake up. The New Madrid fall line. The Gulf of Mexico is going to spill into the Mississippi and the Ohio River all the way up to the Great Lakes. We're going to have oceanfront property in Evansville, Indiana. It's going to become subtropical here. But it doesn't stop with America and their earth changes. Because the real catalyst here, the real catalyst is going to be the pole change that happens because of our star going micronova. And it's going to shut down. And there's evidence of that too, by the way, that I've researched for 20 years. Not just this magnetic north tracking full speed ahead, but the uh, currents in the ocean are changing between the Pacific and the Atlantic. The warming of the oceans is swapping places with the Atlantic and the Pacific. The facts are there. The buoys are in place to monitor. There's buoys out there. You can watch them in real time on these really great apps, you know, that you can find easily for free on the web. You have buoys in the ocean monitoring seismic type activities that are pulse, pulse shift related. Um, it's going to flatline to zero, basically, is what's going to happen. Because when it goes, when the sun goes micronova, it's going to knock out Earth's shield that's shaped like that cool spider. Okay. Which, by the way, is why they're pushing the whole flat Earth notion so that you don't even believe that there's stars in the sky. So that when you do see the damn binary star and its solar system coming, you won't believe your freaking eyes. You won't believe your lying eyes because we're in a flat Earth. Now, come on. Of course, we all know it's a damn bubble around us. It's a stratosphere, atmosphere, so on, ionosphere. We all know that. But the damn Earth is not flat, flat either. Okay? It's not round, round like the damn globe. It's on my desk. That's the bubble. That's the membranes that holds in our atmosphere, that allows us to breathe, allows the trees to grow, etc. You already know this. But they, they come across with such compelling arguments with the flat earth theory that it makes you like really forget what you've learned <laughs> or not trusted and just be like, yeah, this kind of makes sense. But it's not a flat earth, okay? Because there's an inner earth. Guaranteed for sure there's an inner earth. And there's an ocean beneath the ocean as well with earth in between that's a fact too. Look it up. Do your research. It's there. So anyway, the poles are going to flatline. The poles go out from the center to the north and south, right? They're going to flatline. 
they're going to recalibrate, come back on. It's going to flatline again. They're going to do this three, four, five, six times until it figures out which way it's going to go. Okay. Each time it flattens, flatlines, because we don't have our cool spider effect shields up. The sun is going to be bombarding us with solar flares. And it's going to be bombarding us with solar flares. And it's going to actually go micronova because of the um, binary star, the dwarf star, getting so close to it that they're zap, zap, zapping at each other, having a war, you know, shooting their little solar flares at each other. Choo, 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 choo. Cool sound effects. That's <coughs> going to just create this whole catalyst event. And again, all that is scientific fact. That is astrophysics. Go look it up. Michio Kaku tell you all about it. Uh, he's my favorite astrophysicist. So the pole shift will happen. And that's going to cause a domino effect. Okay, some people are going to have fires, volcanoes may erupt, tsunamis may happen, uh, land displacement can very well happen, like it did in the Ice Age days. I mean, there's all kinds of things that could happen depending on the pole shift, uh, because there's a physical pole shift and a magnetic pole shift, and um, nobody is sure what the catalyst for the physical pole shift with the uh, earth crustal displacement that happens. So um, it's good to know as much as you can know about all of this. So um, FEMA already has all of this in place, uh, ready for when that time comes and they'll take the brunt of everybody bashing them and bad mouthing them and hating them in the process until then. But they really are, I believe, they really are just trying to get everything in order for when it happens because it's not an if, it's a when. For my tri-state area, they have 700,000 body bags. Uh, that are biodegradable. They have another 300,000 body bags that are underwater submersible. Plus the water, the mylar blankets, so on and so forth. Um, also, just within 30 miles of where I live, there is an um, old cave system that they used to use for um, Firestone Tires. <laughs> it was part of their warehouse and the government bought it, bought it from them and bought the surrounding property from all of the people there that I knew personally and started backing semis in there and filling the, the um, warehouses inside the cave full of FEMA supplies. And then they built these concrete slab corridors and put these big metal doors in place 
so that nobody could get in there. And I mean, I could literally drive you to it and show you right now. It's out in the middle of nowhere. In a little bitty podunk town. But it's there. And it's full of FEMA stuff for this event. They all know about it, guys. They all know about it. All of the elite know about it. That's why they all have their bunkers, you know? Um... So yeah, I think there's a lot of confusion going on right now on purpose. Uh, they're allowing it to happen on purpose to keep you busy so that you don't worry over this. Because let's face it, if we all really knew, if all of us really knew that this shit was going to happen, like what, within maybe the next two years, would you go to work anymore? Would you pay taxes? Would you give up flying about anything anybody is saying or doing or telling you what to do? No. You wouldn't. You would be stockpiling your shit. Nobody would be at work to work anymore to create the products to get out on the shelves. Oh wait. But that's already happening a little bit, isn't it? Huh. Gee, I wonder why. Why are they letting that happen? Maybe to teach you? how to prepare, force you to learn how to prepare. So anyway, I want you to learn to use your weapons, bows, guns, whatever you got. Learn to use them. Gather supplies. Learn your herbs in your area. Pack a bug out bag full of first aid basics. Um, people that are on pharmaceutical medicines that need them. You need to learn what herbs can be a good replacement for them. For this event. Create a good neighborhood community. Get walkie talkies. CB radios. Make a community garden. Get your wood stove and your wood ready. Learn how to cook on a fire. Learn how to store food without a refrigerator. Um, as long as you have good containers and you've got a spring nearby. A spring is the way that my grandparents stored all of their food. Even their milk. They just set it in a container with a good solid lid on it that wasn't going to let the water in and tied a string to it, stuck the string into the uh, bank with like a big nail or something and let the milk float in the water. The stream is so cold, it'll keep your food fresh. Except for meats, of course, and so that's why they would smoke meat and heavily salt it to preserve it. So you need to learn those kind of things. Um, you need to learn how to not be dependent on grocery store shelves or gas. Yeah, wait, that might be happening too, huh? Yeah. Why do you think they're starting here in America in the land of plenty? Because the people in the land of plenty don't know how to survive more so than anybody else in the world. 
The majority of the people in America will get caught with their pants down. They will not know shit from apple butter and how to fix it. Then they're going to panic. They're going to freak out. They're going to panic. They're going to try to do harm to others to take their things. Or hell, maybe they'll become cannibals. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen with those people. So that's why it's important for as many people as possible to at least know basic survival. You know, so that we don't have to do that kind of survival of the fittest crap. We don't need Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Cool movie. Not cool to have for real for reality. Okay. So do your homework. Take this seriously. Learn who you are. At least a little bit. Learn who you are. Look inward. Ask your guides to lead you. If you want to take my courses, cool. Go sign up. But I want you to be prepared. And so does your government. <laughs> Regardless of what clown sits in Oval Office, real or fake, right now. So does your government. All the world's governments actually want you to know how to survive. All of you. Um, and no, I'm not saying bad shit hasn't happened. I'm not saying that our governments aren't bad. They are. But they already fully well what kind of mass chaos is going to happen on a grand scale. When shit hits the fan. Okay, did y'all see that? Something just floated across there and went in here. Like a little, I don't know, it kind of looked like a little tiny cloud. Um, but yeah, that's why, like, they don't want you to really know what's happening and what's up. Because that'll cause panic now. But they don't want you to not know how to take care of yourself and that mass panic happen then. Now, why they won't let uh, you really just learn who you are? Well, that's for control, too. You know? They want to be able to control us. Period. Bottom line. They want us to survive. They need us. We're their slaves. They need us. We won't make their products and create their food and their cool stuff. Right? Kind of like the Anunnaki creating humans to mine for the gold so that they didn't have to do it. Oh, which has a, no, uh, a whole other spin on everything I know here. Because gold actually does make a very good atmosphere. Just a little two cents worth in there for you to think about. Um, those of you who are meant to understand that will. But um, let's go back to this, you know, when your right and your left brain merge thing. Let's go back to that and revisit it just for a minute. Because all of those people that are not awake, all those people that we really don't like, that we, we say they've got the uh, cognitive dissidence, is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh. Those people are going to go start raving mad 
I guarantee it. When their eye, when their third eye flies open on them and they start hearing voices and seeing things, they're going to go batshit crazy. Some of them could potentially be dangerous even because of it. Uh, so there's that to keep in mind as well. Um, you know, our zombie apocalypse could very well happen because of all this. I had my one of my very good friends tell me recently that if we ever ended up on a stranded island and there was no food, that she would eat me. I was like, what? She was like, if there was no food, I would eat you to survive. And I'm like, good to know. I'm not going on any trips with you. Good to know. No, not really. I mean, yeah, good to know. Because I for sure won't get stuck with her. If shit hits the fan, I'm, I'm not going to help her, you know, because I don't want to get eaten. <laughs> but cause I wouldn't do that to somebody else. So I'm not going to be with people that would do that to me. You know, thank God she's honest enough to just tell me now. Anyway, <laughs> um, some people might turn that way, though. I mean, they might really just freak out and be like ugly, crazy, right? So you have to think about stuff like that. And and that's what I, like that's the whole point of this video, guys. I want you I want you to think about things like that for a minute. Like take please take a break from all this information overload where you're digging into this intel and that intel and this and that and blah 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 and all these even the even all these uh spiritual people that are constantly talking and doing their meetings and their you know, their shows with several people and they're really just talking about a whole bunch of nothing and they're not teaching you anything about how you can be more you, please unplug them just for a little bit. I'm not asking you to turn your back on them. I'm just asking you to step back, step back and breathe. Just sit in nature and be still for a minute and look inward and ask God and your guides and your angels or whoever you believe in to show you something about how you can obtain more of yourself because you're going to need it. You're going to need it, guys. Like, I hate for this to seem heavy. I don't want it to seem heavy. But come on. Oh, I'm going to regret saying this probably. How many people have sat on their ass the past two years when we know full well that election was rigged and stolen and did nothing? How many? Like, this should have been a revolution. This should have been 1776 all over again. And it wasn't. It was passive. It still is. It saddens me. 
it saddens me greatly. Because if you won't fight for your very rights to be a sovereign human being on God's green earth and not have these kind of bullshit tricks played on you and gotten by with. Like, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know what is going to be your catalyst, you know? And I'm not judging, I'm not judging anybody in bringing that up at all. I'm not judging you. I'm not looking bad at you or down on you. I'm, I'm saying, like, seriously, from my heart, guys, from my heart center place, I am asking you, like, what is it going to take? What is it going to take for you to say, okay, I'm ready to do the homework. I want to be a warrior in this fight. I want to make sure we all survive. Like, what's it going to take? Are you going to wait until the sun goes micronova and the pole, chain, pole, change, pole shift change happens to see if I'm right and many scientists that have the facts to back it up? And what do you do then? Do you hope that people like me who are prepared will take all of you in and will build a great big happy community and sing Kumbaya? I love humanity and I am here to help save humanity and the planet. But I'll tell you right now, I'm not taking just any Tom, Dick and Harry into my community because I want to know they're trustworthy I want to know they're going to put in their two cents worth of work to earn their keep, to keep this community going smoothly. So no, I'm not going to pick up the pieces for anybody anymore when this happens. And I just had an epiphany that that's why I've had to learn this Cancerian lesson my entire life over and over and over to get to that decision right there. That's kind of cool. I'll take that. That was a hard damn lesson. A lot of them. But I'll take it. Okay. Rolling with it. Anyway. I want you to do your work. I want you to do your homework. I want you to know who you are. Because guys, oh my God, guys. Guys, listen. Listen. If you knew who you are, if you knew what I know, if you could do what I could do, which you can, if you learn, we could, we could put the shields back up. When the shields go down, we can put the shields back up. Do you understand? I teach people to put a shield around themselves, their home, their car, their kids, the land, 
You can expand it bigger and bigger and bigger as big as you want it to be. Including around the whole planet. Yes, I can do that. I do it all the time. I send loving energy to the planet by doing it. It's a lovely time. I can hold it there in my mind. I can walk away and not think about it. Know that it's still there. Hold it. You need to be able to do that too. Because there's power in numbers. Collectively, we can save ourselves on so many levels. On so many levels. We really are the heroes of the story. If you do your work. We really are who we've been waiting for. And I wish I could say that happily. But I won't say it happily. Until I'm saying it because you know it too. And I'm just reminding you. This is real, guys. This is real. I didn't want it to be. I really hoped I was going to find at least one research dig that was going to prove to say otherwise. But it's real. This is why we've had an uptick in meteors, meteor showers, asteroids that are coming in that we can't even give warning. We can't even get warning for three hours before they're supposed to be so close to Earth and almost impacting us. This is why all of the planets in our solar system are warming up furthest ones out first they've all warmed up and the, the majority of them have already had a full shift do your digs do your research you'll see I'm not lying it's true but don't take my word for it go look if it matters and you'll see In the book of Revelations, it says two-thirds of the people worship the wrong master, have been misled, and 
and don't know their true self or their true God. Two-thirds. That's a lot of people. What have we got now? Eight billion? Two-thirds. That's a lot of people. So two-thirds of the population will perish. Which is the reason the Georgia Guidestones were written, by the way. They weren't written for some sinister thing. They do not say for anybody's population to be wiped out. They're giving you a Ten Commandments list of what to do after it happens. Just because you've got conspiracy theorist minds, much like myself, you jumped to a conclusion that they were meant for malice. But they were not. And I realize the things that I say, I risk even people that I collaborate with not wanting to collaborate with me any further. But I'm not going to hide the knowledge I have to be a people pleaser. I won't do it. I refuse. I know I volunteered to be here for this event. I'm not swaying from my mission for anyone. So I'm, I'm sorry if it hurts the feelings that I don't see eye to eye with them on things. I hope it doesn't change their opinion of wanting to be my friend or collaborate with me or whatever, you know. Because it certainly shouldn't. We should all be able to have the right to have different views, opinions, and information to bring to the table without being ostracized. And I refuse to walk in that worry of being ostracized any longer. I have to tell you the truth. It's my mission. I hope that telling me the truth matters enough for you to do something about it. At the very least, start being a prepper. At the very least. Try and think if there's anything else I need to say. Well, I'll just circle back to the beginning of this video. I feel like a shift happened. A big shift. Some kind of time slip or shift. Mandela effects are happening because of it.
Russell J. Gould isn't the same person he used to be. And this uh, really beautiful lady that I watched for Tarot, ironically, a couple days ago, was telling a story before she started her tarot reading about how uh, some of the kids at the school she works for didn't remember her ever being there before. And she's like, I don't know how they didn't remember me. I've spent the last two weeks helping them work out their problems together. They didn't have any clue who she was. And she had experienced a few Mandela effects as well. Other than that. So, you know, here I am. I found someone that I think is not the same person. I don't remember him looking like that. And then here she is. And people don't remember her existing. At the school she's always worked at. And they've always went to. And she's just spent the last two weeks helping them through an issue. Very strange. Very strange for a Mandela effect. Very strange. Because I thought it got strange enough when, you know, Man Mandela, Nelson Mandela, they said he died. That's why we call it the Mandela effect, right? They said he died, but he didn't really die. And then they start with the tabloids and, you know, lying about all kinds of people in Hollywood dying to cover it up the Mandela effect to make it seem not real. Right? How many times did Betty White die before she really died? And it never really happened. Or did it? <laughs> or did it? I don't know. I don't know. Just very weird. Um, it's just got me feeling a little uneasy about it this time. This didn't feel like a cool one to me. Not yet, anyway. I think that's probably a good place to leave this video. I really hope... God, I hope I didn't offend anybody. You know, I'm not... Like, it's not about judging. It's not. It's about you... Knowing all of the facts... And thinking for yourself. So anyway, I hope it did you some good. If you have any questions, post them in the comments box. I am very prompt at replying, as always. I love all of you. I really do. I wish you well. I wish you the best. best is yet to come but the homework has to be done so get to work love and light